Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, welcome everybody to our Life Church podcast. This is Pastor Jeff Young. I have Pastor Bob Leahy to my left. Hey, yo. And I've got Pastor Chris Reyes to my right. Hello. Hey, it's awesome having you guys here. Thank you so much for just listening in. I I so appreciate it. And I think um, this is one of those uh, things that we just love doing together. And I'm always happy when I can join Pastor Chris and Pastor Bob. And so this morning, we're talking about what keeps you or me, uh, what keeps us from confession? Mm. What keeps us away from um, the two things, like I shared in a previous sermon recently, confession to the Lord, that if I might confess my sins to the Lord, he is faithful and just to forgive. And then what keeps me from confessing to, you know, my brothers here? Like what, what keeps me from doing that, where it says that I might confess my sins to one another so that I, I, they might pray and I might be healed. Mm. Like right. those are two things that we really, really want. I want prayer and I want healing. And so, but what on earth stops me as maybe this middle-aged man um, from going, Hey, Chris, Bob, I, man, I messed up. I blew it the other day, whatever. Could you be more specific? <laughs> <laughs> I would confess to you off offline, not <laughs> yeah, to the whole yeah. entire world. Um, but <clears throat> like, what what is it in me that stops me from doing that? And maybe that's the question that maybe you already know. Maybe you're listening. You're like, oh, I totally know. Like, and yeah. it, in my mind, I go, well, vulnerability. Like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be seen as somebody less than. Or like, oh, wait, what you did? What you know? Or what, why, why did you do that? You know, Mm. there's just a sense of failure. There's a sense of shame. There's the part of just straight up pride as a guy, at least I'm like, I don't, I'm good, man. I, Mm -hmm. I don't need, you know, I don't need to tell you, you know? And I think in our culture too, it's just, you know, you have the cancel culture issue where you might feel like, well, if I say something, then maybe I'll like, I'll be removed or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm a pastor. If I, if I confess my sin, I might lose my job Uh, 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 and then I'm going to lose my family. Like there is this weight to that. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so throwing it out to you, (laughs) you guys, um, what do you guys think, um, is the, the biggest issue why, um, we don't, you know, like we, we talk about at the end of service every Sunday we say, Hey, if you need prayer, if you need ministry, if you need to come talk to somebody, come on up to the side. We will. We would love to pray for you. Um, and the reality is that it's few and far between, few and mm-hmm. far between. So, so what's that barrier that I might have to actually walk forward? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when somebody's like, "No, I need healing. I'm going to run and get healing." Like uh, the woman with the bleeding issue, right? She mm. she ran and she touched the hem of Jesus's garments, you know, and she received healing. She ran to him or the blind man or the the man with leprosy, you know, calling out to Jesus, making a way, even though they should never have done that. They went against the grain. Like, man, I want that faith. Yeah. 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 I, the first thing that comes to mind is recognition. I think that's a, a struggle in itself is being able to recognize when you are struggling and when you are sinning and when you are 
needing to seek forgiveness and stuff. And I think, you know, where that takes a little bit of an uncomfortableness to, to have that inner, you know, self-awareness to see, okay, man, this is where I'm at right now. This is where I'm struggling. And I think we don't like to get uncomfortable and we don't like to pull out those things that, that are, are deep and dark and, and we don't even like to think about it or recognize it ourselves. And I think our culture, this, we like to be comfortable. We yeah. like things to be good, things to look good. You don't want to make nice. waves. You don't want to, yeah, you don't want to make a wave. You don't want to disrupt. And even like in yourself, you don't want to start to dissect some of those things because yeah. it does make waves in your own feelings about yourself and the things that you think about. Um, and so I think that's the first thing is is recognition because I think there are people who don't even recognize that there is a need for forgiveness or redemption or a need for prayer or they could sit in a group and and a small group and be like i'm fine i'm good and they don't even have the recognition that like wait a minute these things that are being asked and being drawn out are things that i need to be so drawing i want to come back to you on that one and chris you can attest to this just (laughs) preaching you we preach every sunday right Mm mm-hmm and like even the, the separate yourself from sin or even my Easter sermon, it's like, I did not beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of went after it, talked a lot about sin. And I just sometimes in the back of my head, I wonder, do the majority of everybody in here, are they passing the buck? Like, yeah, that's not me. That's them. Mm-hmm. It, I'm talking yeah. about your your point of recognition. It's mm-hmm. like, is it even coming through to, to that individual could this actually be my issue? Could mm-hmm. this actually be my my challenge? Could this actually be my you know sin? Or do we are we just so good at deflecting and denial mm-hmm. that what I I'm good? You know that classic. No, I'm good. Yeah, I think I think often there's a dangerous thing that we can find ourselves doing when we read the Bible or when we listen to a sermon. We we read it in a sense that we're the hero in the mm-hmm. story. And in fact, oftentimes we're not right. And, and it, yeah. it, it does make us kind of sit and we listen to a sermon and we're like, wow, yeah, I do that so well and stuff. And we deflect, like you said, mm-hmm. to, to those around us and think, oh, that's for them. Or even when we sit down and read the word of God, we, we, we don't let it penetrate our hearts or let it be a tool for us to actually like reflect and think inwardly about, is this something I'm really that's really directed at me? Is this something God's really directing towards me? Or do I just read, read the word of God and go like, Oh, I'm Daniel in the lion's den. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I was, I go, uh, I'm David. I'm King David. I'm a murderer and an adulterer. And you're like, dang, <laughs> and a, and a chicken, man, I'm a coward. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. But it is. You like to, you like to, we'll focus on the, the King David, the prestige yes. of King David mm-hmm. and ignore the, Ooh, I see. I feel a sermon series coming on. Which David are you? Oh man, yeah. But isn't it amazing how powerful shame is? That was the foundational first sin of Adam and Eve. They mm. bit the the fruit, and their first decision was to go hide. Yeah, that is. You think about that. What? Why did you, God says? Why did you hide? Well, we were naked. Who who told you you were naked? Mm. It's the same thing that we have now carried thousands of years afterwards. It is the first inclination of a person 
who has done something wrong is like, I don't want to tell Bob. I'll be embarrassed. I'll be humiliated. I'll be ashamed. So I'm going to take the risk, even though it's a terrible risk, of hiding it. I'm going to keep it stuffed. Yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody. Uh, and then, like you said, go into denial. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't that bad. On and on and on. Uh, I was sharing with my men's group that I used to hang around with some hoodlums when I was in high school. And one of the things, yeah, thugs, we, we stole things. And uh, I helped a guy steal a stereo out of another friend's car. And I became a Christian like really soon thereafter. And the first thing that hit me was like, I ripped off that guy's stereo. I spent... I don't know, the rest of my high school, because he had moved or he'd left the state or, to try to find this guy. And to this day, I'm 63. When I think about doing that, I still I still have this hmm. cringe of like, ah, oh, then I go, oh, man, I suck. I am a terrible person. Even though I've confessed it, I've given it to God, but isn't it powerful that that, that shame thing inside of us? We'd rather do anything else instead of going up on a Sunday morning and saying, Hey, I got to tell you guys something. Yeah. Yeah. And I, sorry, real quick, but I, I think t- I have a really important uh, point. I, sure, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I would caution that. Cause like, don't just go up on Sunday morning and go up to Carrie Dell, who you've never talked to right, in your life right, yeah, and yeah. go, Carrie, man, I got this sin. Can you pray for me? Okay. It's right. prayed. It's done for. And I'm, I'm off. No, Find the people who are close to you in community that are going to walk with you right? and talk to them about what you're going through. I mean, in my life, I think of, you know, it is it is a struggle to confess, right? It's a struggle to yeah. come out. But every time I've done it, my relationship with those people who I've come out to has, like, grown so much. And we've gotten so closer. And I've found so much more confidence and trust in those who I'm who I'm around. And, and it always ends up fine. And yeah. I, I receive healing. And I move on. And, and God works through that and I have community around me who now know, hey, this is our brother Bob and we love him and he's going through this and this is a trigger of his and like right. let's rally around him. Beautiful. That I'm glad I let you go first because <laughs> it was almost just teed up for me for that because what I just wrote down was I think the my best moments with Jesus and my 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 most memorable moments in being ministered to is actually in those moments when I was in confession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those That's moments good. in those sermons where I, I just, oh my gosh, my eyes were opened up and I went, oh my gosh, this has been this has been what I've been struggling with. This is what I've been holding on to, whatever it might be. And when I actually go up and I actually go get prayer, oh my gosh, those moments I can I can remember pretty quickly mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. And those were the most growing moments. Instead of just and instead of just, oh, that was good sermon, Pastor Jeff. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't mind that, of course. So I, I like have good conversations, but the question I would say, well, what are you going to do about it now? Like, yeah. what are we going to do about it now? Um, regardless of what the topic of a sermon was, or uh, I think the other part of that too is just when I'm in prayer and in my devotions, reading scripture, and I come with a you know, one of my prayers that I pray usually when I start reading the word is, Lord, just speak to me whatever you want. You know, like I'm, it's me and you. Mm-hmm. And when I come across scripture where I go, oh, 
oh, self-reflection, <laughs> Jesus, Holy Spirit, you've yeah. kind of nailed me. And me. I, but those are the most precious moments because I draw, I'm drawing into his grace, I'm drawing into his mercy, and he's drawing into me. And that's what you were just talking about. I, yeah. I like, there's something really profound about that. And then you find that with individuals too. I think when we go like, man, I just need, like, I've found few times where somebody takes advantage of that mm. and does something super negative and horrible, yeah. right? Yeah. But in a safe, hopefully a safe environment here at Life Church, you're going to find a lot of grace and a lot exactly. of people who, okay, <laughs> welcome to the club. Let's walk yeah. together now. Welcome to the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that as people, we get the courage and we finally do confess. And yeah, we get prayer and and encouragement. But I think what is very helpful about here at Life Church is that when people confess, you're like, oh, I did this. It's like, wow, yeah, that was bad. But let's let's talk about how you got to that place that you would actually have done that. Mm. Instead of pumping the brakes, you push on the acceleration, you know. That's what we have to talk about. And people are so many times shocked. They're like, wait, don't you want to kind of berate me a little bit longer <laughs> about how horrible I was? And I said, well, if you'd committed murder, okay, we got a problem, you know. But people think that we're going to dwell, oh, you did what? How terrible. Why would you do that? It's like, okay, yeah, that was bad. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about how you even got to that place that you would have done such a thing. Yeah. Let's get that healed up. Right. What, what was going on there? And I, th I think it goes back to the whole thing of sin management of like, just confess it, go to the priest. Like for me, I grew up in the Catholic yeah. Church. You yeah. went in a little box, you confess <clears throat> it. Okay, go out there and say, 10 Our Fathers, 12 Hail Marys, and you're good. Come back next week and do the Come same back thing. next week. Yeah, I think there is, you know, that part of it. Yeah, how did you get there? And then how are you going to heal? Right. It's right. not a, I confess, it's out there, I'm good to go, peace out, right? Right. Yeah. It's a... Okay, now what's the healing process look like? How do I get myself to a place where I don't go back to that sin? Mm -hmm. And what are the tools I need to develop? What is the disciplines in my life? All those things, they take time yeah, to implement do. in your life. And I think oftentimes when we confess or whatever, we just want to be like, oh, I did that. I'm good. Check. We're good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. My wife forgave me. We're moving on. And, and it's like, well, then you find yourself three months later right back in the same yeah. situation and you're like, uh, yeah, now my wife's a, really going to be disappointed. Yeah. There's a clear delineation between the healing that Jesus provides us, the freedom from sin. Oh my goodness. Amen. That's an amazing moment, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's a process in which we walk that we navigate together collectively where I go, okay, now I'm in, now I'm on a journey of what like what what caused me to get there and what am i going to do to stay away from that like mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. what do i need what what are the boundaries now can i need to paint in those boundaries or i need the lord to paint those in for me and i need to then go i'm happy here i'm okay here this is a great safe safe place that the lord's given me and so it's it's an interesting process it's like that microwave healing i feel like we've been calling it it's like nope that. i'm good I, I everything's fine microwave We're healing good. and it's just not the case like that um where when we've been involved in something and held on to something so long, uh, yeah, Jesus can heal us. But amen. I love mm -hmm. that. I love the freedom aspect of that. But then we've got to really realize that there's there's something that we need to do in order to walk this out together. That's right. And there's nothing better. I mean, there there are better things than that. But 
there's something powerful about that where you draw into one another and you actually, you gain so much more from, mm-hmm. from walking that path out with others. Yeah, I agree. And I love the, the fact that you said, Bob, we, we really want to help the person heal. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, but, you, but we like, Oh no, no, you know, I'm better. I'm okay. I'm all right. It's like, no, no, you're not. That, that took a toll on you or it took a toll on your marriage or whatever it is. This isn't a form of punishment. We're not trying to punish you by making you mm. pray about it and process. We want to make sure that you get strong again. And, you know, it's, it's all of that. It's, it's, uh, it's that it's idea of if I broke my arm and you saw a cast on it, you wouldn't say to me, ah, oh, Chris, just take that thing off and get, get on with your life. Mm. No, you say, yeah, have that thing on there for whatever, six weeks. We don't think that on the inside, God's got to heal us. He's got to take care of us. Well, that's a great analogy, too, because, you know, sometimes your bone has to be reset. So it's yeah. fixed, yeah. right? But you need the cast to be on there so that it can set. Exactly. Fixed and set are, are different things. But mm. the interior of the heart, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey. We've got to right. walk through that. Yeah. And it's the most important thing. David said, you know, watch your heart with all diligence, you mm-hmm. know, for from it come the very springs of life yeah so it's not to be looked at lightly for sure cool well i love that conversation and we hope that it encourages you guys to um reach out reach out for for help or if you have anything that you're struggling with and and you want to receive healing counseling mm. prayer um reach out to us you can email us at info at lifechurchchico.org and we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to pray for you and be there for you in this this season of of potentially let's get healing. healthy and get healing for sure. Love that. Ooh, so let's, let's do that. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace okay, out. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.